Hi everyone, it's Millie Metz. Welcome back to Ask an American. In this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Petra Garland, who was born and raised in Slovenia, the only country with the word love in its name. That's awesome. Petra moved to the US for love to marry her Marine. She co-founded a social enterprise, Symbiosa Genesis, enabling elderly to gain computer skills and learn how to use smartphones. She has eight years of experience in marketing, project management, and leadership. She got her bachelor's degree in international relations and master's in international business. Right now, she is invested in digital marketing and discovering how to best present IT solutions to businesses. She loves discovering the world to, through traveling and spends weekends doing outdoor sports. Her next challenge is learning how to surf. So welcome to California, because that's the ultimate. Without further ado, I welcome Petra to the program. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you here. So Petra, tell us what it means to be here in the United States. You moved here for love. Your husband is a Marine. And what's that like? It's very exciting. I mean, it was a long journey to get to here, to get where I am today, but it's exciting to be here. And actually, I always kind of wanted to move to U.S. or at least come here for work for like a few years. Um, but, you know, as they say, be careful what you wish for because it might just happen. It happened in a different way than I expected it to be. Uh, I didn't think I would come here for love. Like I was never, you know, dreaming of like this magical person who's gonna take me <laughs> across the world. I always thought it was gonna be career-wise or edu education-wise. Uh, but yeah, I'm here now and I'm excited about everything that this journey will bring. And so you married someone in the U.S. Marine Corps, which is what sort of led to your journey here but I know you and so I know you've lived briefly in the U.S. in the past what was that experience like when you initially came for the first time and experienced a different culture yeah that experience was really unique um so and that is when I kind of fell in love with the U.S. <laughs> um so yeah at the end of my studies uh with a group of colleagues we decided not to go to Greece what you what usually students in Slovenia do after uh, finishing the four years of college um, they just go to Greece and drink and party for a week <laughs> and we were like okay we want to do something different and since uh, we were studying inter international relations we decided to organize ourselves um, this like excursion on the east coast going from Boston down to DC visiting um, all the you know prominent colleges like Harvard, Brown University, Georgetown University, but also international organizations which we were studying about like UN, World Bank. And one of our visits was also to the Slovenian embassy in DC. And while we were there, um, Serge Daffaire at that time said like, hey, you could come here and intern. We cannot pay you, but you can stay at the embassy because they had two apartments and that's what I did like I remember calling home that day from the hotel and I was like oh I'm gonna come back I'm doing this and I applied and I got back like six months later for three months I was able to do my internship uh, at the Slovenian embassy in DC and it sounds like it was a pretty eye-opening and really like sort of an experience that opened you up to not only American culture, but the idea of moving outside Slovenia and establishing a life somewhere else. 
Yeah, I actually always had that in me. I was always interested in different cultures. That's why I also speak five different languages. When I was probably primary school, like few, you know, like yeah, 10 really years young. old or something. Uh, when I was 15, I went to Spain for a month by myself, bought the ticket, like organized everything by myself for a month to learn Spanish. So I've always like traveled, like, I don't know, like just foreign countries always attracted me and different cultures. And I've traveled like around the world, I could say the only continent I haven't been to is South America. And definitely I'm going to do that now that I'm here really close to it. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's just something that has always attracted me. Right. I always, even if I didn't meet my husband, I strongly believe I would go even either in the European union or somewhere to look for this experience in, you know, other countries working there. Just, just, I don't know. I just, in I'm just in love with like meeting new cultures, trying new food, you know, like just experience all of that. And um, my mom always says that I'm like a little gypsy that I feel at home wherever I go. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and she, Garland, little gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> she always said that. And because I always like, I have friends all over seriously. And wherever I go, I have someone that I can call, you know, like whichever continent, even my husband is like, because Slovenia, we're only 2 million people. That's all. That's right. <laughs> all you're, of us. You're a small country. We are a very small country in comparison to any other country almost. And also my husband, like we've traveled a lot together as well. And wherever we went, I was like, oh, the Slovenian lives here or she works here. And she, you know, like, or this person, we can go meet them. Or they, they met, they um, gave me this recommendation, that recommendation. He's always like, how are you guys like everywhere? <laughs> there are <laughs> so know? few of you. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know, I just have that in me, I guess, you know, like making friends all over the place and just like trying to go back, visit them and like that that's just what I love doing. Absolutely. And I mean, Slovenia, as you've mentioned, is the only country that has the word love right in the name of your nation. So as a Slovenian, as now a soon to be Slovenian American down the line, right? How do you define love? sort of to you when you think about loving someone or something what does that mean I think it just for me personally it just means that like it's just so much bigger than yourself and it's just you cannot be selfish and I think that like especially this love within me and my husband taught me that because I never if you asked me before I met him or I went in this this, pro this process of immigration and everything I would never I was so much more important to myself than anyone else before that but like finding the true love actually changed that and I wasn't as important or I wanted this other person to be in my life and I also started to look at my relationships with like my mom or you know just the family in a different way as well and just started like respecting it differently also I started to understand the relationship between my mom and my dad mm. in a different way. And it's funny because my dad said to me once, like, you don't understand because, you know, they were they were fighting and stuff like that. And he was like, you don't understand. Just don't ever really fall in love. Mm. That's that's what he said to me. And only when I met my husband, I did have relationships before him, of course. I really understood that, like what it really means to fall in love and you're prepared to do everything for that other person and you're prepared to risk everything. I left everything. I had a good career. I had a ton of good friends, my mom, family, everyone, right? And I was like, no, 
I'm doing this. I'm going to risk it all. I didn't know. I still don't know if this is going to work out in the, in the long run. Absolutely. But I just, I just felt like, hey, this is what I need to do for me. Just for me to be able to say like, hey, I took the chance. And hey, I really loved in my life, even if it was for one time. And, you know, but I just really needed that and that feeling of just belonging and knowing that that love does exist because I didn't really believe in it in that perspective mm -hmm. before uh, was really eye-opening and I think it as much as it was kind of like it ties you down it was also a liberating feeling for me at the same time no I, I feel like I echo so many of those sentiments right because a lot of our listeners don't know this I'm a military spouse as well my husband is actually about to deploy very soon um, I can't say where, so I won't, <laughs> but it is really this powerful, encompassing experience mm. to be on a path, to be set in your journey, to have a clear sense of identity and be moving in the direction of your goals and who you think you're meant to be mm. and then encounter a person who really shifts that perspective, who really motivates and challenges you to take a risk and to be selfless. Because to me, when you were talking, sort of the two things that really stood out was it's taking a risk and it's being selfless. And those are huge leaps for someone who is goal-driven and someone who has achieved a lot to have to take because that's not how we think of ourselves, right? Our, our self-identity is I do what I want to do when I want to do it and I know what my capabilities are so I can. Yeah. As soon as you love someone... Mm that changes that conversation yeah it changes it changes it completely and uh also for me the big thing was i was totally like stuck on plans like mm. had to have everything planned out and 100%. i was really nervous if it wasn't that way you know like i had to know my next step and this journey with the military is just like <laughs> <laughs> turn that around completely and i'm a completely different person in that perspective you know and i just like I, I relaxed as well and like and it's funny when like now my family and friends are asking me like oh so where he's going next are you staying here what's happening I'm like I don't know and I'm okay with it before I would be like totally nervous you know like stressed everything and I'm just like hey we'll see what tomorrow brings and just go with the flow right I just know that we are there we're gonna be together um, you know in, in, in hearts if not physically um, but I know I have him no matter where he's at. And I feel like that is so much more worth it than just having someone physically there all the time. But, you know, maybe not spiritually. And, 100%. You know, and it just, it's just different and people can't really understand it if they didn't go through it. It's like really hard to explain. And I know because I was that person before. Um, and it's funny how all of this journey really, really changed me. But I think for the better, definitely. Absolutely. I mean, that brings me to the question, given that you're someone that has achieved so much and has always been so goal-driven and taken initiative, right? Mm. How do you define success now, given that you've experienced what it's like to have love in your life and to prioritize that aspect of who you are? What is success to you now? How do you define that? It's just, I, I never was driven by, I don't know, titles or money or any of those things. And success has always been to me, you know, just like, oh, I feel like I'm doing something right and good for me, first of all, and then for others as well. Like the, the let's say the, 
the thing like helping others has always been a great part of me and I always want to do it if I can in any way just like giving advice especially now going through this journey helping other foreign military spouses going through it so for me just like hey does this make me feel good is this what I want and if I do feel good in what I'm doing then that is success for me Um, and I always say to my husband as well you know like all the financial talks and everything and I'm like I don't ever want to be rich, really. I do believe that money brings troubles, too. I just want to have enough so, you know, I can go to the store, don't have to look at every price and count the money. Uh, but, yeah, it's just like I think if you stay true to yourself and you feel like you're doing the right thing, I think that is the greatest success you can have. Absolutely. I heard you talk about the Foreign Military Spouse Association, which I know you're very involved with and is a relatively new group that's mm -hmm. kind of sprung up in the military community. Will you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so actually uh, Juliette, uh, she's from Sweden, um, came here to Camp Paddleton as well um, a few months before me and she realized there was no such an organization for foreign military spouses and she knew she wasn't alone, right? <laughs> there have been foreign military spouses around since military Uh, exists um, but yeah there was no such thing um, so she started it and we started gathering we had some events but just basically there's um, this web page that we have foreign F military spouse association which gives practical advice from spouses writing articles about the immigration process um, because that is the like the huge like the biggest issue once you're trying to you know mm -hmm. follow your husband future husband Um, and trying to get things done in the right way, of course. And we all know that immigration in the U.S. is a huge topic and it's changing yes. a lot. So it's also very important that you do it right. Um, so, yeah, this association just really is there to help other spouses with experience from sp foreign military spouses who have gone through the process. Because also when I was going through it, there's no one will tell you how to go about it, what happens. Um, unless you're prepared to pay a lot of money for attorneys and so on and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's really helpful. And I'm just, as I said, just happy I can give back and um, let these spouses know what I've learned in my journey of coming to the U.S. And also, like, once you're here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. we're foreigners. We have no one here 100%. but our husband. Yep. And our husbands are gone yes. most of the most time. Most of the time. So it's also, you know, just coming here, how the system works. And military is a whole nother world. Um, you know, how do you get to the doctor? Um, how do you get your papers in order? How do you get your driving license? Like all of those stuff are really important and essential once you come here. And it's really good just to have some reference like, hey, someone has been through it. They can help you out with some practical advice. And so we are going to put that link in our show notes as well as a little blurb explaining what um, the Foreign Military Spouse Association does. It's a wonderful resource that's very, very important for foreign military spouses. But, you know, anyone in the military in general would benefit vastly from familiarizing themselves with this particular association. There are so many subgroups in the military that it's nice to have an acronym that really connects people. Definitely. Um, so... Petra, I want to ask you the question that I ask everyone that comes on the program. When you think of this word, American, what does that mean? What does it mean to you, American? Um, to me, it meant a whole other thing before I came here than it does now. 
uh, I thought I knew a lot about American Americans because I also worked uh, for American Chamber of Commerce back home. So I had a lot of contact uh, with American and with the businesses here and so on and so forth. Um, but and I do believe like although we're quite similar, you know, Europe, US, like there are quite few similarities, but we're so different in the same course. Uh, and once now living here, I see those differences that I didn't really see before. Um, but I would say I associate like the word American um, or a person, right? Like to me, Americans are really proud, like proud people, proud of their like heritage of where they're coming from. Um, cause I don't really, and that's probably why that stands out for me is because we Slovenians are not, mm. we're pretty, we're like actually on Monday, uh, our country celebrated 27 years of independence. So we're pretty, you know, young. like young, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We're pretty young and like, we don't have that pride. Um, and that's another thing I, I was working on as well. Just like we have so many, so many successful Slovenians in the U.S. They're astronauts. They are. They have invented the calculator, for example, uh, Mr. Rode uh, with HP and so on. So, so many amazing Slovenians leave and have, you know, lived in U.S. and have done amazing things for the society at large, yeah. right? Uh, but we Slovenians are just not aware of it. And I was working on this project. I'm Neither still, are we Americans, <laughs> yeah. for the record. And there's actually a book out there. Um, I don't remember the exact title, but it's like Slovenians, uh, um, in, invent, Slovenian Inventions. We will be putting those in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, it's just like that. That's like the, the thing that I see the most is just like how Americans are really proud about being Americans mm-hmm. and how you guys really celebrate it and showing your flag everywhere you know, like all of those things are like different from what I experienced in my country. And I think it's good. I think it's it's like a part of your identity. I think you should be proud of who you are when you're com- where you're coming from. And I, I, I feel like it's also in spite of all, you know, everything we hear in the media, but it is like kind of this, it, it does bring the nation together. Like, I feel like there's a really strong um, feeling of this. We are Americans, no matter where we actually came from, you know, like, or the race or religion or whatever, there still is this unity, I feel, uh, under the American flag, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I do think this sense of this positive sense of patriotism, right, Mm. is often misunderstood and misplaced in the context of nationalism. And I do think Americans, particularly within the military community, that have a strong sense of American identity and the values of, the universal values of family, God, and country. I mean, those notions are not unique to America, but the way that Americans celebrate it, I think is very unique and something that's powerful and really wonderful to watch and to see unfold mm. and the diversity in America because I think I heard you list like a few different Slovenians that I had Slovenian Americans mm. that I had never heard of that I'm very curious to learn more about and for any country there's that hyphenated like country slash American identity mm. and the empowerment that being here has offered in terms of various inventions businesses whatever that might be so I I really appreciate that insight. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come out and be on Ask an American. We were so delighted to have Petra Garland on the program. Um, Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Mili, for having me again. Of course.